0: Hi, I'm Rob Shear, the founder of Comfort Cases and the host of Fostering Change. You know, we just finished our second season of Fostering Change, and I am so looking forward to season three. But until then, I thought it would be kind of exciting to share some of the best of episodes. You know, last week we re-aired one of our interviews with my dear friend Carolyn Boudreau, the founder of the Miracle Foundation. And today on our final best of, before we actually launch season three, we're revisiting with two amazing humans, my friends, Glenn Henry of the belief in fatherhood and Robert Solby of never in a fight alone. This was our Father's Day episode. I first met Glenn and Robert two years ago when we were featured in Bryce Dallas Howard's amazing documentary, Dads, which by the way, if you haven't watched it, it's still on Apple. Glenn, Robert, and I talk all about things in fatherhood for today. I hope you enjoy this interview and the surprise appearance of Robert's son, Chase. And please, please, Stay tuned for premiere of season three of Fostering Change next week. We have such an incredible guest lined up, a huge surprise. It's not only the launch of our new season, but it's our 100th episode. Our foster care system is shattered. And this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change. Change in the system and changing the lives of children in foster care. Hi, my name is Rob Shear. I'm the founder of a national charity called Comfort Cases. I'm an advocate for children in foster care. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author of A Forever Family. But most important, I'm a dad to five of the most amazing kids. Welcome. To the fostering change podcast well here we are another episode of fostering change and by the way what an amazing weekend it was actually father's day weekend um i had an amazing time with my family Um, you know i'm getting ready to ask my friends who are my guests today how their weekend was celebrated for father's day um But, you know, I am so excited about this episode. And for those of you who follow me on social media, they know about being in Bryce Howard's documentary, Dads. And I remember the day when we got the phone call that Bryce had chosen us. And then we started talking about the other dads that were going to be in the episode. And my next two guests um, both were in the documentary. um, And I will tell you, the nicest part about it is that documentary um, ended up People becoming friends. And I do really consider both of these amazing humans, my friends. First, I want to introduce Glenn Henry. Um, Glenn Henry is a father of four amazing kids. He um, you've got to follow him on social media, by the way. Um, his kids make me laugh um every single day. He's got great wisdom to teach all of us dads. Um, and I'm just so excited. And my next guest is also Robert Selby, who he is the father of chance Elijah. And if you have not read about chance's story um it was i will tell you i have had more comments about his segment in the dad's episode and there there's been so many things that have been said and and all the things that is robert's doing but guys welcome to fostering change thank Thank you so much for having us man
1: thank you man i appreciate it
0: you know, it's been it's crazy. It's been a year since um, they aired the dads episode. So, Glenn, I want to start with you. What's been going on
2: with you and the kids? Um, everything. You know, um, this is uh, a very uh, high functioning company business that we've we've kind of turned this into, and um, the family and the kids are doing uh, really really well. You know, I think it's interesting because we watched, we shot it like two years ago you know but it came out last year you know so there's been even more life since you guys have seen us uh but uh you know cutting my son's hair and having another baby and you know um moving into a new house and you know getting the office and all this stuff has just been really incredible so we've been great man
0: that's awesome. That is so awesome to hear. And by the way, um, congratulations on the new one. Um, since we aired um and taped, I also had a fifth child. Um <laughs> and so the difference is my child came at the age of eighteen and not as a <laughs> baby. Um, so it it life has changed so much. You know, thank you so much, Glenn. So, Robert, what's been going on with you and chance?
1: Um, uh, man, uh so oof, since then. It's just been like a roller coaster, you know, of a ride and stuff like that. From so many people, you know, that's hitting us on up, far as like collaborating, and, you know, sponsorships and stuff like that, or whatever, or just even just the feedback of just the, you know, the movie or whatever. Every now and then, like I said, I get people just like, "Hey, I just watched the movie, and I, you know, I love your part, and it's just so great and amazing that you know, you dads have like different." Um, stories to tell or whatever and stuff like that. And again, like I said, you know, my son is getting bigger, you know, more active. It's crazy and stuff like that. And He graduated from first grade to second grade, so that was like a big thing for us, you know, this year. And also, you know, he finally, 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 finally <laughs> has gained enough weight to where he probably would get his feeding tube out after seven, almost eight long, 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 long years uh, just trying to, you know, get his weight on up. And it's crazy that his doctor was like, you know what, even though you're seven years old, your weight is that of a two-year-old baby. I'm like, what? Then I saw a two-year-old baby and his weight is almost the same. I'm like, whoa, that's that's crazy. But other than that, it's just been amazing.
0: That's crazy. You know what? One of the things, Robert, that I get a lot of people reach out to me about is how you're co-parenting. Um, with, you know, Chance's mom. And um, I, I've heard that the two of you started a podcast.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we started one. one. Um, it should be, like, launching soon and stuff like that. It's called our, our Unique Co-Parenting because our co-parenting is unique because, you know, we live together. You know, we like, like I tell people, you know, we co-parenting. She is my best friend, love this woman to death or whatever. And, you know, we, we live together, but, you know, we're not together. And, you know, we raise our child together. So in this, you know, this little apartment or whatever, you know, we have the most amazing stories and fun and games and times and stuff like that. And I thought that that would be something that, you know, we could bring to, you know, other people for us, like, tell them how we co-parent parenting and other options that you go about doing and stuff like that. Because we making it work. I feel like other people can make it work, too, with their, you know, partners and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And and Glenn, you and you and Yvette, you guys have your podcast as as well. Um, you know, I've been Reece and I've been together sixteen years, and I can't imagine working with Reese. Um, you know, he's a stay-at-home dad. That's a hard enough job. Um, you know, how is it working with your your wife? Um, you know, because I'm assuming that you guys are together all the time. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs>
2: wouldn't have it be that way no way um you know so belief in fatherhood is is one company where we aim to equip fathers and then uh the second arm it's kind of threefold it's like a three-stranded cord so it's equipping fathers giving hope to mothers and inspiring children uh giving hope to mothers is the how married are you podcast with my wife and we do spend a significant amount of time together because she does help so much and add so much to belief and fatherhood. And especially during the pandemic, it was like at, we're still in the pandemic, but especially during that time, when we were together all the time. We realized well, I don't really want to be around you that much. You know what I'm saying? Because I have my specific talents and and strengths, and she has hers. And so um it is it is very, very difficult. We we have like thrusted ourselves into counseling. We, 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 I have a therapist, she has a therapist, we have a couple's <laughs> therapist. It's a lot, you know, and so just working together and figuring out um, you know, where the employer, CEO ends and the husband begins, yeah. is is very difficult. So uh, we've been working, we've been working really, really hard in our relationship. It's been really tough.
0: You know what, Glenn, I have to tell you, I love the f- fact that you are just so open and, um, you know, y- to talk about that because the same thing with Reese and I, you know, my, you know, Reese and I, I have a therapist, he has a therapist, we have a, 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 family therapist, and because it is a lot of work. I mean, it's a lot of work to keep a relationship, you know, going. And especially, you know, you have four kids, you know, having five kids. I mean, that brings so much dynamics into it as well. You know, Robert, I, I have a question for both of you. I'm going to ask you first. Um, How has fatherhood changed
1: you? Uh, let me see. Fatherhood changed me. It showed me that, um, like, I'm not you know, as important as I once thought I was or whatever, because, you know, as, as a human being, you know, me, I think I'm important. I'm, think, I'm the center of the earth. I think that, you know, everything revolves around me and stuff like that. But when you have a child, the role is reversed. You know, prime example, you know, you got the president, the most powerful person in the world, you know, one finger, one push for a button, you know, could detonate a lot of stuff or whatever. You got people answering to him. Anything he stayed, the beck and call from maids to cooks to drivers to all of that or whatever. And then you have a child and your roles reverse. You go from being the most powerful person to that child becoming the most powerful person and you're answering to that child or whatever, whatever that child needs, you know, from cleaning their, you know, poop up without, it, without it even standing, you know, they poop, you go clean it up. They want some food, you go give it to them, you know, anything they want. And he's like, Hold on, you know, I'm the president. This child, you know, this person be answering to me and doing everything I need. But here I am, the role reverse, or whatever. And you know, the, the kids got you eating out their hands, all soft-hearted, lovey dovey all that stuff, or whatever. So it just showed me and taught me that again, I'm not as important as I really thought I was. You know, like I'm talking about. I did any and everything that I wanted to do. Then it comes to having a child to, oh, responsibilities. (laughs) Yeah. You you got to care for this kid. Oh, You just can't do any and everything that you want to do or whatever. You got to think first. And then also you go from, you feel like you're being number one. So you might be like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth option in your house or whatever and stuff. Because when grandparents get into it and then aunts get into it, they don't even care about you. My mom called me. She don't even say hey to me no more. How you, going, son? <laughs> what you been up to son. I miss you. Son. I haven't even talked to you in a long time, son. It goes from hey, what my grandchild? I'm like, all right. And he he, he got oh, he got a tablet. Call him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, that, that is common. That's kind of true in our house as well. When the grandparents call, it's the first thing they want to know is talk about you know what's going on with their kids. Glenn, what 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 do you feel? You know, fatherhood has changed you.
2: You know, it's, um, it's given a lot of purpose. Um, it's made me push back a lot of fear. Um, you know, I think fatherhood is, is, is you applying everything you're supposed to be taught, you know? Um, but it also has robbed me of my own identity because I have completely, um, pushed my own desires and needs to the side. And uh, have become a father, and like I, I have pushed aside friendships, and you know all types of things because I've, I've I've tossed myself into this role as as a father and a business guy who needs to provide for his family. And so I think just now I'm coming to a place of being like I need my friends bad, you know. And so I've, I've a lot of the times I'm like, man, I'm too busy. I'm so sorry I can't hang out with you now. I'm kind of like, please come over right now hang out bonfire marshmallows wine we just kicking and eating sushi you know what I mean I'm begging people to come over because it's lonely you know um my my, my job as as a father is to provide security to my children, provide security for my wife to provide security for my employees But well, who's providing security for me So then you end up losing yourself. And so it's one of those things where as I am like inspiring other people to become dads, I'm also trying to warn them and say, don't lose yourself in this, you know?
0: Wow. That, you know, I love that. I am, I, you know, I say this quite often, if you do not fill your cup, how can you fill someone else's? And I think as dads, um, you know, very much like, you know, you, you, where, you know, trying to provide for my children, for my spouse, for my employees, and you know, not having that that job that every two weeks I get that paycheck, you know, it's it's it is definitely a lot different of, of life. You know, Glenn, before we take a break, I really would like to ask a question, because one thing, you know, I follow you on social media. And again, as I said in the beginning, I do consider you a friend. Um, And I'm so excited to see like I'm so excited to see you doing branding with Target and that you guys have doing, you know, working with Dove.
2: Um, you know, how did that come about? And, and what is that like? Uh, you know, working, you know, it, it, you know, first you feel pressure because you're like, oh my gosh, these people want to work with me. And you, and I'm kind of like, are you sure you got the right number? Because you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was, I'm i not the ha- most handsomest person in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what is happening? But I'm really, am a model out in these streets, man. <laughs> Who would have thunk it, right? <laughs> so, so um, man, it is a pleasure working with Brands for long terms. People um, and the the teams over at uh, Dubman Plus Care, they really do care about men. You know what I'm saying? Like they really do care about the well being of men. And so you end up like making like you know financial gain and um, exposure, but they really do help prepare you for the things that you can't even you know you don't even know you need to be prepared for, like you know media training and just um, other opportunities with different uh, people that they know. Um, it, it's, it's, it's one of those blessings, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like really honored to be considered. And so the, 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 interesting thing is like, they're watching you. Like when, when they actually got a relationship with target, they were like, we've been following you for since April. And we're so glad that we got to work with you, but it wasn't until October that they pulled the trigger. So it's kind of like, you don't even know who's paying attention. Right. You know? It could be six seven months beforehand people are watching you and you're six seven months away from your blessing you just have no idea
1: mm-hmm. so
2: um it's just one of those things where i'm just you know honored and really appreciative of uh, the dumb men plus care team because you know they sponsored the whole dad's film you know what right. i mean like yeah they they were behind all the funding and you know they were like hey we need a familiar face after the film's out to um to to put on products so they used my family as like the end caps and I, um, saw, the them. I yeah. saw them. I
0: saw. I was like, so man. random. It was so crazy. It was like, wait a minute, I know this guy.
2: And I haven't even seen it in person, but a lot of people have told me that they've seen it and they got the mailers and stuff like that. So it's a real blessing for sure. Yeah. You
0: know, I have to tell you, I agree with you on that. And, and, you know, you never know who's watching. And the same thing happened with me, with Briggs and Riley, um, that, you know, for months and months and months, they had been following me on social media and I didn't even know it. And all of a sudden, you know, they pulled the trigger and said, we want you to, you know, do this sponsorship with us for your. For comfort cases. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Everybody, I am so excited. You know, Father's Day is, you know, something that, you know, for me as a kid growing up, I didn't have a dad, I didn't have that role model. Um, and the thing that I always knew is that I wanted to be a dad. And I am really lucky to be a dad to my amazing son, Alex, my beautiful daughter, Amaya, my sweet son, Makai, my energetic, loving son, Grayson, and my sweet baby boy, Tristan. And I know my two guests are so excited to be a dad to their children as well. So listen, what I tell you all the time, no matter what platform you're listening to us, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, um, leave us a comment, like it, share it, let people know that we're here because we are about change we'll be right back this episode of fostering change is sponsored by comfort cases a national nonprofit that is inspiring our communities to bring dignity and hope to youth in foster care you know for just ten dollars a month you can support the comfort cases mission to eliminate trash bags from the foster care system for every ten dollars donated a comfort XL duffel bag will be given to a child entering foster care Please help us be part of the change. Go to comfortcases.org and see how you can help a child entering our foster care system. So we're back. Um, this is part two of Dads. You know, um, I hope every one of you that are listening and watching that you've had the opportunity to go to Apple and watch the documentary that Bryce Howard directed called Dads. Um, it actually taught me a lot and I was fortunate enough to be in it. Um, and But one thing that it really did show me is, That we're all so much the same when it comes to being fathers and you know Father's Day is just passed and we're excited that you know we had some time to spend with our family. Um, Robert so what is what is a typical Father's Day for you?
1: Right now I don't know because I think my son is like being a little bit sneaky they got something up their sleeve or whatever and stuff like that so you know he's trying to give me hints and i'm like all right what you doing this weekend you know what, what have you done i'm like uh you know i ain't done nothing they like, okay 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 well, you know you you got any plans so i'm like uh nah i got no plans and stuff like that okay 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 you know this this testing the waters and stuff like that so right That's now always it's
0: always a big it's always a big surprise glenn surprise. What, what about you what was the plan what's going on what happened for father's day
2: Yeah, um, usually, you know, Father's Day for me is the biggest time of the year because I'm a fatherhood influencer. So it's like everyone at the last minute is kind of like, oh yeah, black, dad, same, you know what I'm saying? Let's get this guy, you know what I mean? And so out of nowhere, you have brands coming like giving you stuff and all. And so it's actually the most intense time of the year. It's kind of like Christmas for retail, you know? And so um, for this Father's Day, I requested. That i get to just be home by myself and um i got a a, a virtual video game and i'm playing video games because i haven't played video games since i was like 18 and so i just wanna i just wanted to kick it that's all i wanted a little bit of freedom and that so is, I, I
0: love that yeah. i absolutely love that so that leads into my next question if you could grill out or order takeout what 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 is the, you, for Father's Day, for you, you're saying, Glenn, you just want to be home by yourself. So I'm assuming you're going to go with the takeout.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely getting some heartburn medicine. You know, I'm going to get the, um. you know, I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, so I'm going to get, you know, some stuff for that. Order some pizzas, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, and while out. That's what
1: I'm going to do, for sure.
0: Robert, takeout or grill out?
1: Uh, I would say grill out, you know, but you got COVID protocols and stuff like that. But then also, I, I go from... You know being the person that they're partying for to actually like being the host so i'm going around doing everything at my, my own event or whatever and stuff so i would just, just do takeout. you know i might order some grub pubs so they actually deliver it to me so i won't have to leave the comfort of my crib or my couch and stuff like that and yeah just getting missing i lock my door i even got a uh, one of those <laughs> I even got one of the hotel signs like hey you not disturbed and when it's on the door nobody mess with me at all man I'm about i sometimes I'll leave it on there for a couple of hours, like, you know, even if I'm not even doing anything.
0: So let me tell you, you both have really young kids, and so um, I my kids are teenagers, and I th- there are days that I beg them to come out of their room just to talk to me. So for me, it's like, okay, my dream is for you guys to spend two hours with me without your cell phones and just really have engaging conversations. So I'm gonna do the grill out because I want them to sit around the pool and just you know talk and and really do things. That that you know we don't do quite often enough because they are teenagers and by the way it is true they roll their eyes so much it's going to get stuck in the back of their head one day I truly believe it you know I
2: have a daughter who does it now at four so I'm in she's the worst man she treats me like crap but it's uh, all good. You I get played
1: all I'm day. At that, I'm at that butt stage. You know, everything is a butt, but, 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 <laughs> except for just like doing it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, by the way, Robert, I just saw Chance walking by there. If he's near, I would love for him to say hi to our guest. You know, um he has been, you know, I, I've seen so much going on with Chance and I follow him on social media. Um And I see that you have a shirt on that says, love with all, love with, what is it? Love with all my fixed heart. So tell me yes. about that. Tell me about this new line that you have out.
1: Yes, this is a, um, a partnership with my good friend, um Jessica Connor at Outshine Label. And what she does is, you know, she is an um, advocate for medical need, kids and families and stuff like that or whatever. So we partner with her, to make a line for, you know, our brand and, you know, to help promote other, you know, medical need kids out there and stuff like that. And, you know, she is an advocate for the medical need, um, families and kids or anybody out there that has a medical need. So we partner with her. This is, I love you with all my fixed heart, the same saying as my son said, in you know, the dad's movie that had everybody crying, and had me crying and stuff like that. And, um, and he always said from time to time, it just shows me like, again, like how much he loves me. He doesn't love me with, you know, his whole heart or half heart. It is, it's a little bit more um, impactful when he, like I live with all my fixed heart and stuff like that, all the stuff that he actually went through in life. So yeah, we partner with like a great, great um, company and our good friend, Jessica Connor, man. So it's been an amazing ride. And also like she got other families on their platform. So when you grow up on there, you know, you can shop and help out and support other families and any proceeds, anything that you buy on there, like 60% of it would go towards the family to help them out. You know, anything they didn't need or whatever. So all the you know sixty percent of the you go towards their family. So whatever you buy. So it's, it's one oh, the website that they can go to. Um they can go to outshinelabels.com. Okay. And um uh, yeah it's like you know, outshine dot com. And again like I said, you know, you can see like eight, nine, ten different stories families from my son with medical needs to you got another kid on there that he had like a near drowning experience he had a good friend of ours that he had 22q and Williams syndrome and down syndrome so please gosh, you know help us on out and um support
0: yeah we'll definitely do that we'll definitely do that glenn um not long ago i noticed that you had a, a clothing um, you were doing this whole different types of sweatshirts and shirts that had different sayings what what came about with that how did you i mean i actually love that
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, so we we do merch drops. And so, uh, you know, I I release a video every week on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday I release a video and um, we want to create a a, a more of a deeper experience. And so we kind of bring people into a universe. So it's like you watch a video and then, you know, I like you go to a concert and you like want to buy the shirt and you want to, you know what I mean, get the poster. So it's like you watch the video and then, um, you know, all like the whole season of that video, you know, like, so one season was the good father season. And so we did like maybe 12 videos just about me trying to become a good father, you know, and what that means. And so then we sold merch to support that movement. And so my wife's theme lately was, um, the purpose collection, you know, she's been you know, motherhood has robbed her of her identity and she's trying to get back into her purpose. And so she had, uh, you know, made in purpose, uh, work in progress, keep on keeping on and strength and dignity. And those were different designs that we had our graphic designer put together um, and we sold them, but we don't, we don't leave them for sale all the time. It's a uh, merch drop. So it's only available for about four or five days. We ended up selling, I think like 3000 pieces in like five days, it was an incredible. That's yeah. Crazy. That is yeah. absolutely amazing. Look, we got Chance. Chance, what's up, my
0: friend? Thank you for joining us. I wanted you to say hi. How's it going? Good. Good. Tell everybody how old are you now? Seven. Seven. You look absolutely amazing. So you just finished first grade? Yes. You're awesome. And you get excited for some nice summer fun? Yes. Awesome. Anything, anything you want to tell the audience? No? Well, listen, you are, you know, you stole our hearts on the dad's documentary, and you still steal my heart. Like I said, I follow you on social media, um, and I just love everything that you and your dad are doing. You know, guys, as we wrap this up, I cannot say enough, you know, Um, how unbelievably humbled I am to call both of you my friends. Um, You know, one of the things I I definitely wanna ask as a father, you know, I am a dad who is raising four amazing, five amazing children, but four of my children are of color and three of my boys um, that I think about every day. And as a white privileged male, I I don't know what they're feeling, by the way. And so I try to educate myself as much as possible. But what I would like to ask each one of you before I ask the fun question is, what advice can you give me, give to other dads who happen to be doing interracial adoptions that are raising our black and brown boys um, of today?
2: What advice do you give me? Glenn, let's start with you. Oh, okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, I, I would I would say don't be afraid to immerse yourself in culture. Um, I think that you know when whenever whenever I see like interracial relationships or whatever, sometimes when when culture and like society's pressures gets gets on them and they start to feel like whoa what I don't, what is this Black Lives Matter thing and what is this other side like I don't I don't and they kind of come to this like. We've never had this discussion before, and so when you love someone else and you love someone's culture, uh, when you love someone, that means you love their culture, and so you have to immerse yourself in the culture, the behavior, and understand, um, you know, like actually what you're getting yourself into. You know what I mean? Because you, I can't get, I can't get black off me, like it's on me. You know what I'm saying? And it's on me in every single way. And it's like, I love, I love being black. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's so much about me that is, is just who I am. And you'll know that you're doing it right when your kids don't have to code switch, you know, when they come out of their room and they don't have to be different for you or, you know, and I'm, and I'm not sure what all that, you know, looks like in a, in a, in a, in an actual sense, because I've, I've never done it before. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. But I would just encourage uh parents out there who have children of other races and, and even interracial, um, relationships. I just think you really should try to immerse yourself in the culture that you don't, you don't know yet. And, and don't be afraid to, to look silly and, and be uncomfortable.
0: I love that. I love that. What Robert, what advice do you give me?
1: Um, don't follow like society rules sometimes because you know, for promise that you are you guys. So you have, you have Glenn as a, as a stay-at-home dad, you know, from society views, as a as a man, he's supposed to be all of these. You don't supposed to be no stay at home dad. You don't supposed to be you no know, taking care of the kid. This is mother duty. This is what mother's supposed to do. This is what female's supposed to do, stuff like that. And he changed the narrative and stuff like that. And just just like just like you, you know, you have um, you have foster kids that you foster as a white man fostering for black kids on top of. You know, you have uh, your sexuality and stuff like that. Well, you know, male to male couple and stuff. And society look at them like, no, 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 this ain't supposed to be. It's supposed to be man and woman raising a child together, not two women or two men and stuff like that. So don't be pressured, you know, again, like how society look at y'all and what society think or society, you know, runs your house and stuff like that. You know, only you know, you know, what's going on in your house and how to fully, you know, run it and make sure everybody's okay. Same thing with us we got a unique situation or whatever. The society says that, you know, we supposed to raise our child together, get married and do all these things and not just be co-parenting, you know, living together and raising our child together. And, you know, roommates at that or whatever and stuff like that. So I would just, like I say, recommend just don't, you know, feed into society as much and stuff like that. I know it's tough, it's hard. I know it's a lot of pressure on your kids because when they leave that door, and stuff like that, they have to fight for their house. They have to show like, you know, like they represent you know, your household. So of course they people are coming at them for being black, but also got white parents. So again, living on a farm and, yeah. you know, you against Glenn, you know, stay at home father, or whatever you got your wife out there making a the bacon and whatever, stuff like that. people are like, what you got, your wife is working and she's doing all the, doing all that, but not knowing what you're doing at home. <laughs> like right. all the hard work that you're doing stuff like that or whatever. So I would just say, don't let society, know, like run your household.
0: I love it. I love it. You both, thank you. I mean, that was some great advice. And by the way, um, just to let you know, I, you know, when my children arrived and as they've grown up, um, I've actually learned to like rap music. And Glenn, I've done exactly what you told me to do. I've been immersing myself into, you know, because it is who they are and, you know, and so it's it's, And I say this quite often, my children do not choose to be in foster care, but I get to choose, um, you know, to make sure that they become really good humans. You know, guys, listen, this has been an amazing, amazing time. I've got one last question I want to end this this with. And number one, I'm going to ask you first, Robert, what's the best part about being a dad?
1: Oh, the best part about being a dad is learning. (laughs) Learning yourself like every day. Learning that again, you know, you got all these books about being parenting, but you know, they it doesn't have nothing to do, you know, with your child and stuff like that. I learned that I am bipolar, you know, because one minute I'm screaming at my son with a breath, I'm kissing him, lugging, oh, I miss you, I love you so much, son. So I see the different mood changes in in um and you know being a parent, But it just it just taught me that you know, again, my child, or you're not the most important person and stuff like that. You just got to learn to, again, you know, understand that you're actually providing for somebody else. You're being a teacher for somebody else, you know, you're listening, you know, you're being a mentor and stuff like that. So you're always on display. And so you got to act accordingly and stuff like that or whatever, because every time I turn around, my son is doing something I'm doing. I'm like, I don't even remember doing that. So, Right.
2: yeah That's what I would recommend yeah so Glenn, for you, what is the best part about being a dad uh it's learning that children are um they they forgive really easy um and that apologizing oh, yeah. is really the the greatest weapon you'll ever have <clears throat> um forgiveness it it allows me to be have more grace uh with the other people in my life, you know what I mean, wow, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I have to say, for me, um, one of the best parts about being a, a dad is when people come up and they compliment about how, you know, my kids are, they say thank you or they say please. And I'm like, Wow. You know, I, you know, sometimes you just, you forget that. So listen, I cannot thank both of you enough. I know this isn't going to be the last time we get together. And, you know, listen to all of our listeners and our viewers out there, please, you know, follow my friends um, on social media. Um, it, It is... Like I said, I've learned so much and I've been so blessed to, you know, call both of them friends for the last two years. And if you have not watched the dad's documentary, it is available on Apple, um, you know, and we'd love to hear, you know, what did you think about it? Because, you know, uh, so many times dads are not talked about and um, we want people to realize that guess what? We're part of the game as well. So I hope each and every one of you have an amazing rest of your day for all those dads that have celebrated Father's Day, for all those people who have stepped up and made the role model of being dads. And by the way, those moms who have stepped in and have had to play both roles. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you are all raising the future for tomorrow. And we need to know that. Take care until we all come back again to Fostering Change. Bye. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. Check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org. And I know some of you have a question and I know some of you would love to be a guest. Please personally reach out to me at comfortcases.org. That's comfortcases.org. Then do me a big favor. Please help spread the word. Share this podcast, share it with your friends and your family Remember, I say this quite often, we're all part of the same community, and that community, it's not our zip code, but our human race. Let's all make a difference.